made it with herbs and spice. Roasted chicken sure is nice. Good morning, Surf Clam. Good morning, David. Welcome to Memphis Mondays, folks. Yes. It's Monday. Another Monday in the biz. How's your weekend, sir? It was good. Yeah. Nice. I can't complain. Awesome. Yeah. But let's talk about this art of not cooking thing. As in just leaving stuff alone. And I'll let you start it off with your rice experience. Uh, All right. And and certainly, actually, let's talk about that kampachi experience okay. you just had. Yes, All right. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I've been working with a lot of chefs. We've been doing a lot of whole grilled kampachi preparations. And I've seen so many different things where um, we like to leave it out until it gets, you know, it's not cold anymore. It's more room temperature kind of thing. We felt that it stuck less to the grill. Uh, we did one where we salted the shit out of the skin, took the moisture out, kind of the same thing. But what I really found that I liked was a, a plancha heated, not too hot, and covered, and just leave it. And I just felt like the more we poked and prodded at it and tried to turn it and all and manipulate it, the worse it got. Whereas the more we left it alone, the better results. Absolutely. I mean, how does that play to food in a spiritual sense, you think? I mean, like there's, uh, I mean, there's obviously a backstory behind it. You, something would have come out that good I think just by happenstance. I think that's experience and just knowing, okay, it usually takes about this time, this kind of time, and it's about this temperature, and, you know, you just kind of let it do its thing. Whereas you're younger, and you just want to make sure it's, it's so perfect all the time that you have to stand over it and watch it and poke and prod it and turn it to, to manipulate to where you want it to, to be. Whereas more experienced person like, hey man, that's good. That's the temperature you want right there. Everything's lined up right now. Let's just back off and let it do its thing. Absolutely. So I had that in, in Mexico, and uh, I had to do stovetop sushi rice. And, you know, I fell to the victim of using machines since, you know, as an apprentice. Most, most of it was I worked on a gas rice cooker. And then, uh, you know, gas rice cookers are becoming more uncommon, unfortunately, because I really like the way they, they cook. And now I've started using electric cookers, which I'm not a fan of. But anyways, I didn't have access to a cooker in Mexico, like a machine. So I just did some research and was like, well, let's go back fucking old school and go roots and do you know, stovetop. And the, the general consensus was uh, wash your rice, the whole thing, put in your, your water to rice ratio, crank the heat, cover with the lid, and just kind of come back around seven minutes. And when it starts to kind of boil over and steam starts to shoot out, turn it off or turn it to low, walk away for like five to 10 minutes. And then after that, turn it off, walk away. And it said like the process should take 40 minutes. Like just cook it, let it do its thing, turn it off, come back 40 minutes, should be done. And that's what I did and it was fucking perfect. And then I did another batch the exact same way, perfect again. So moral of the story was just have a little uh, patience and a little respect for the craft and uh, back the fuck off and let it do its thing. I would think for even caterings in general, I think if I had that kind of time where I could just actually just watch the, the rice boil, I think I would do it from now on. So you're a man that's I've cooked with you up in the high mountains and I've seen your, your approach to just letting shit do its thing. What's well, your take on it? I think the two instances that popped to mind immediately, the first one is kind of a quick one, but we, you know, I was out at uh, the place that I'm working out in the desert right now and we were showing one of the one of the chefs on the team that I'm at how to make rice and you know our version of, of Mexican rice or whatever which you know there's again over engineering rice whatever but it's the short version of a long story is that um, yeah he was making rice and I was like dude just leave it alone like, don't look at it don't think about it 
just trust your instincts. Trust that you are doing the right thing and don't stir it. Don't pop the lid and look at it and see if it's tender. Like just, and my brother, Chris, God rest his soul, like he had rice figured out. And you've seen me do big giant runs of, yeah. of rice and rondos at those Coachella parties where we'll just do like 20, 20 12 quart runs of, of rice, you know, and, 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 and one up, yeah. And it's like, you know, his thing was boil for two to one, water to rice ratio, boil for two to half, two and a half minutes simmer for another 12 minutes and just leave it set. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't mess. And anyways, that's what I was telling this lunch. I was like, dude, don't mess with the rice. Just leave it alone. The other instance is when I do the demo for the barbecue at Vermillion, because we get to get a new new crew every year. We do big Saturday barbecue, 150 people. When I do the demo to show the new crew how to do the big Saturday night barbecue, it's always, you know, hey, the fire starts at 11 in the morning. Miko's on at 12.30. And just leave it sit, dude. Like, just get it down to coals. Throw some... We get this really cool California oak from the foothills. Throw a couple, like, little tiny oak chips on it now and then. Don't And don't even look at it. Go out there and mop it once in a while with some cold beer and some barbecue sauce. Don't even mess with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just leave it alone. But that, that setup that you have, the mountains, is pretty fucking sweet. Well, it's pretty sweet. It's beat up after 25 years. I but think it, that even lends a little more, like, I don't know... When something's brand new and shiny, you kind of stand around and look at it and kind of marvel at its thing. But when it's a beat up old thing and you got some meat on it, it's kind of like, well, there's really nothing to do. Yeah. And you just put the fucking charcoals in and walk away. Well, yeah, and it's funny because, you know, every year we try and rebuild that thing a little bit more by pop riveting some metal to it and putting yeah. a new cutting board or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Things still falling apart. But I think it plays to that whole that idea of letting the food do the work for you. You know what I mean? Generally, if you're in a good, good head space like everything else, I mean, uh, you know, uh, philosophically, if you let life kind of channel through you instead of you channeling life, like I think things kind of tend to work out bigger generally, you know yeah. what I mean? And certainly I think that kind of plays to the the narrative of being an effective chef, of, of letting your craft channel through you instead of trying to channel your craft, which is going to play to our next podcast, which is going to be all the technique in the world. It doesn't do any good if it doesn't taste good. But, we'll, like shit. but we're going to talk about yeah. that one on the next one. Anyways, so in conclusion, Cody-san, thoughts? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Get the fuck out of the way of it. I, 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 I well, always, not only that, but get the fuck out of your own way, too. Get the fuck out of your own way. I, I always liked your approach where it was like, hey, let's roll the fucking dice. And if it comes out you know, spectacular, like, fuck, let's try to figure that out again. But that was always based upon, I'm just going to get the fuck out of the way. And it's just, you know, I've done this enough to where I know what the result's going to be. And it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. And absolutely. that's, uh, that's... Um, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm a convert from the, from the whole rice game. Well, and, and I'm a convert from making, you know, 10,000 pounds of tri-tips over the past 25 years, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the less you mess with those and the more you let them rest, the better they come up. People are like, oh my God, this tri-tip's great. I'm like, yeah, I didn't over-engineer it. I didn't really do shit to it. Yeah, I, did, I cooked it for three and a half hours low and slow. I let it sit for another 45 before I carved it. It's perfect. Yes, I get it. So thank you Good for much. you, dude. Oh, good for, good for you. you. Well, thanks for jumping in on this Memphis Monday. Uh, we will catch you for the next one, which will be the art of making something taste good versus trying to prove that how cool you are by too much technique. Cody San, it's Monday. Go sharpen your knives. Go sharpen your knives. Which I will be doing today, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be over to I'll be over to observe. Thanks for jumping in, folks. Have a great Monday, and uh, get back on and on. I can't wait no more. Tear the meat right off the bone Cause the chicken eater Is on his way back home Kenny Rogers